that you don't like cleaning people's I mouths. I don't, but I also don't want to put my mouth on someone's butthole. What but the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, but like there's no risk for disease. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we're just staring at each other don't point at and me and welcome back to give it to me straight i'm alex and i am john you just like point at me like it's my turn like to it's say go time. <laughs> yeah, like i've never started the intro you always do it all right my bad my bad you're just trying to change it up all the time i miss all of you again <laughs> all of our listeners you're crazy i'm all cranked up baby i'm on my third cup of coffee i've been up for one hour Let's you've been do up this. for one hour Shit, four times already you really have your bowels are just on you're steroids jealous because you don't poop for like i poop this morning you don't know you don't know me and my butthole i definitely know you i'm with you 24 7 i poop every day john i have a very healthy schedule Anyways, but, that's good but if i'm traveling that's when it's tough yeah it all falls apart yeah it all or no it doesn't fall it apart. Doesn't, that's the issue it all stays together it just, yeah, it all <laughs> just stays stuck i don't know why that happens is your body just like i'm in a new area i'm not comfortable well, let's just we, hold the shit in well when we prep for trips like when we leave virginia to drive to new york it's like at least seven hours and so i'm like no water intake because alex yells at me maybe that's what it is you like you just get dehydrated when you travel i don't know well yeah so your shit just blocks up anyways moving on what's your high john or what's your low what do you want to start with my low my low is the tolls all the tolls apparently are increasing in new york it it, it costs like 45 dollars in tolls just to get to well, new just york. traveling to new york is a low in itself i mean anyone who has been to new york or traveled through you know that there is traffic no matter what time of day and a bajillion tolls the roads are just shit i mean it's just not a good experience mm, i mean that's why alex and i normally leave at like 4 50 in the morning so we can get to new york at like 12 30. i think it makes a difference if you leave that early leaving from new york but if you're going to new york once it's past like 8 a.m you're hitting traffic no matter what time you're bound to hit traffic somewhere because i just the road we have we literally have to go through dc baltimore and philly yeah to get to new york you're gonna hit traffic at one of those places the joys the joys of constantly being on the road so that was your low what's, yeah, my, what's yours my low is coming here and it's just so fucking humid i feel like i'm constantly sweating it's supposed to be like 90 something today on long island yeah that's why? crazy i don't know I, I i do want to segue real quick and just say I, this is crazy full circle we're back in alex's parents basement recording this where we first recorded our podcast was our first episode recorded down I, here yeah i think so wow oh it was actually yeah full circle but full it hasn't, circle. i mean it hasn't been i wonder if we're yet. better now than we were when we first started i'm fishing for a compliment so everyone respond and say yes you guys are doing way better <laughs> <laughs> anyways what's your high no, I want to keep talking about my low and how sweaty of a person uh. I am. <laughs> I just feel like I can't. Even yesterday, we were filming an event and you come over to me and you go, you have a sweat stash. Like, oh, yeah. obviously, I do, John. Smoking a cigar with your dad last night. He had a solid sweat stash, too. I'm I like, think oh, I like get it from my like daughter. Yeah, I think I get it from my dad because he's just a very sweaty person. But so am I. Anything that I do that is active or I just exist and I'm sweating. I mean, the takeaway from that, though, is you're t sweating the toxins out of your body. Yeah, I guess that's like the one good thing about sweating a lot. You could be like my mom and not sweat ever in your life. I don't understand people 
who don't who don't sweat how i don't know i've never seen my mom sweat before anyways what's your high my high my you know my high is i'm switching my high is that alex didn't kill us so alex so alex recently did it both have have to do with travel yes because it goes with our topic today anyways but Alex recently took a TikTok video of me passed out in the car. I first off, I usually always drive. Alex does offer, but I'm like, I'll just drive because um, Alex has hit a parked car once. It wasn't parked. It was at a red light turning right and it should have gone and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, okay. Dumb mistake. Sure, sure. But I was asleep. Alex made a TikTok of me sleeping. Right. But like during that time period, I actually woke up and how I woke up was to Alex Tokyo <laughs> drifting the car off the... Is it the exit ramp? Yeah. Off the exit ramp, the car is like fishtailing, <laughs> and she's like, "Whoa!" Okay, but, but she she corrected it. She was like, "Vin Diesel corrected this bad boy." Number one, it was raining. Number two, our car was so heavy with all the gear that we have in it, so it no was no one just said back. go fifty five on the exit ramp. You know, I'm a, but I am a good driver. I have probably driven more miles than you. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, because I'm I've constantly driven from North Carolina to New York by myself. All, like with Kobe, that's it. He's the worst passenger. But like, I I'm a good driver. Just imagine John. waking up to that. I'm in this peaceful <laughs> sleep, and all of a sudden we're fishtailing on our exit ramp. But I did like the mom. I was like, "You're fine." The mommy seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, I put my arm, and I was like, "Sit back, I got this." I rather you have two hands on the wheel, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he just home. I got you. I'll protect you, my love. Oh man, but you know that's good for you. Good yeah. for us. We're alive. <laughs> yeah, but I did risk your life by making a TikTok while we were driving. That was um, that was a bad, yeah, bad decision. But you know, whatever. I mean, well, that had nothing to. That was separate from the event, but it was like during that, that trip. That was on that the that Jersey happened. Turnpike, just going straight, and there was no one else on the road. And I was like, whatever, it's fine. I just cruise control. But I did have to put my AirPods in so that you wouldn't wake up to the sound of the TikTok because it was like the singing. What was it like? Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, that sounds terrible. So anyways, if you want to know what it was, just look at our TikTok. Yeah, that was your high? Was me not killing you was your high? Yeah, that was my high. Okay, well, Uh, I'll take it. My high is we got a really nice compliment from one of our bride's fathers. He is an award-winning cinematographer. And so I was a little bit nervous to do their wedding um, and then deliver their film. But obviously, like, wedding films are different than feature films. He worked on Captain America, which is super cool. He's a steady cam operator. But anyway, he emailed us after we delivered uh, the couple's wedding film with a really nice compliment, just admiring our work. And I don't know. That, to me, it it really made my day. Hell yeah. I was what a, so What a happy. motivation to be like, yeah, I'm doing, yeah. Good. I'm doing good. You could say it. Did I bleep out? Fuck you said, without- fuck yeah. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> You could say it. Well, we're in your parents' house, and I like try not to drop the F bomb in front it, of your mom. It's okay. Well, your mom did say something crazy yesterday. I know my mom, Jennifer, such a saint. But when she drops like a curse, which is very well, let's back rare. Pa- backtrack a little bit. We finally got Jen to drink a little bit. So yeah. it's like you, me, and your dad and your mom. The last time, out. well, when we lived here last, or when we were here last summer, she didn't. She was doing like a month of not drinking. So for one whole month, she was like, "Yeah, I'm just like gonna take a break from wine, whatever." Which I was like, "What the heck?" Like I just I come here and I don't get to drink wine with my mom and then she decided to extend it and it didn't have an end date i'm pretty sure she didn't start drinking or like didn't enjoy a glass of wine and she maybe had one during christmas i was like what is this i come to visit and you won't have wine with me mom this is rude i feel personally attacked well if the rest of the time we're here is like last night then i'm down for it i'm here for it it was fun it was nice it was a relaxing time yeah. but alex made a joke oh my god so uncomfortable <laughs> no because my dad set 
something up. He like, <laughs> he like said something about balls, but like not human balls. And then I made a joke about John's balls. I was like, Ooh, yeah. Like, no, Some, <laughs> no, cause it's hilarious. No, this is hilarious. Your dad made a joke about like cupping Luke's balls, their, their canine, because the doctor told him to, or something weird like that. And Alex like pointed my balls, like mm -hmm, I cup John's balls. And I'm like, what are you doing? And your mom goes, she's saying she likes your penis, John. And we all were like, what? It was like a, a car screeching in the middle of the road. It was so awkward. And we all died but, laughing. But all, yeah, awkward, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. She was we're like, like, what the fuck? She just pronounced penis, penis so well. But it was like as if, I don't even think, though, I said something about your balls. No, like, you, I just, you were, well, you were pointing I just to gave my you balls. a look. And it was like the joke landed there. Like everyone knew. Everyone that it was, knew what was going on. Yeah. And then my mom would just like oh haha alex likes john's penis <laughs> just, i was like oh my god jen <laughs> jen no yeah no it was so funny M moving on anyways al what are we what are we talking about today because it kind of goes with my our, high and my low our lives right now we are talking about traveling with your partner mm. fun stuff the highs the lows the ins and outs the good the bad and the ugly do you remember our first trip together it was to new york no was it or was to it to the beach i think we drove to kitty hawk together oh that's right it was a road trip i mean it wasn't super it was like long a four hour ride. but i think that that was our first actual trip together but that was with other people but what was what was our first trip alone out of the country or just you and I. I think it was Mexico. Probably Mexico. Yeah. So at that point, we were dating for at least a year, maybe, maybe a little bit less, like six or eight months. I don't know. But you're looking at me like I know. I have yeah, no I have no idea either. Time, time just does not exist. But we were dating, and we were living in New York at the time. So it must have been like eight months we were together, and I think we just wanted to get away. We were like, let's get out. We just need to travel together. But that was like our first actual vacation together. So do you remember like any types of like stress awkwardness? I'm, I'm the stressed one. You are, yeah. Alex, since she's traveled the world and done things all the time, like I've traveled too, but I don't do it as often as she does. She likes to arrive like one hour before her flight try to get through customs, all that, and be like the last one on the plane. I'm having like a anxiety attack because she's like, we're good, we're good. I'm like, we're not good. We are not good. I've traveled enough to know that like you, you are good. You know, if, as long as you're checked in and like you're in the airport, they'll push you through security if you need to be. Al is just like, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have anxiety the whole time. But Oh, yeah. I think if you were a little bit more stressed, it actually put me more at ease. So like, you need to be a little bit more like uh, aware of what's going on. Aware. I am aware. I just know that like, I just like to push the limits, you know? Uh, oh my God. Like that one you're time. You're going to push me into an early grave. That's what you're going to do. The one time that you dropped me off. One time uh, I, I had a wedding. I want to kill you. One time I had a wedding and it was in Wilmington. So John, and we were living in New York. So John. Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. Cause there's a Wilmington, Delaware that you just learned about. We were driving <laughs> by and you were like, wait, where are we? <laughs> I had a wedding in Wilmington. Long story short, John drops me off at JFK. I'm like at the at the ticket thing, like trying to check in. And he's like, you're 
the you're not in the system. And I was like, wait, I go and check my boarding pass and it says LaGuardia. And I was like, fuck. So like, how do you fuck that up? Well, because sometimes in your email, when like you book through Delta or like American or whatever, it'll just say flying out of New York and going to whatever your destination is. So it won't specifically say like JFK or LGA. And so I guess I just was assuming it was JFK or one or the other. I don't know. Anyway, so I Uber to the yeah, airport. I didn't, first off, I didn't come back. I called John. I was like, you'll never guess what happened. I was like, you'll never guess who doesn't but care. I didn't ask you to come drive me, but you were pissed. You were like, how are you so Because well, your flight was at like 730 in the morning. We live an hour away from the airport. Yeah. Anyway. And it's like the most stressful thing to. Isn't it crazy? It is crazy driving in there to like pick someone up or to drop someone off. It's nuts. Know. It's not. You just follow the signs. But anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> long story short, I uh, made it in time. But because I had bags with gear in it, they were like, either could wait for the next flight and you will make it with your bags or you're going to have to like just wait in the airport for your bags because your bags, it's too late to check them. So I was like, oh, I'll just enjoy a mimosa at the airport. So I watched you know, people board my flight, but I made it technically in time. I just had to check back. So that's where, that's where they get you. But I feel like there's two types of people when you travel. One who's like super laid back, go with the flow. Like who cares if I miss my flight? We'll figure it out. And then you (laughs) who needs a plan has to be there early. And is very just like maybe stressed the whole time. I mean, is there ever two people that are together that are both like the laid back one? There's no way. There's always somebody that's going to be a little bit more stressed than the other one. I'd love to know. But I feel like you need that type of balance, you know, just to like make sure that you are on time for things and that like you let things that, go a little bit that more. puts like such a shitty <laughs> amount of responsibility on the person who's like <laughs> n- who is stressed they're gonna die young because they're you, with you, someone who's like la 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 but you can, i feel like you can be like when i travel with my girlfriends like we're all pretty laid back and like who gives a shit if like we miss our flight i would lose my mind the thing is like there's all everything is figure outable i think there's a book called that figure outable yeah. is that a word i don't know but i think that that's a book but anyway like i just think that okay if something happens like we'll just we'll figure it out who cares it's part of the story it'll always make a good story anything that happens bad makes a good story down mm, the road that's true that's true it's, it's all an experience john just gets pulled every time we every go through custom check i'm always pulled even like getting on a cruise ship, I was the one that got pulled out of line and probed. My whole bag got probed. It didn't help that I was shit faced. You <laughs> getting on the probably cruise. Probably this fool. I remember coming back from Mexico. I went to the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom and there's like a, an officer waiting for me out of the bathroom. What? And they're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> and she, she's like walking with me. I'm not really thinking anything of it. And she's like, so where are you coming from? I'm like, oh, Mexico. And. She's like, oh, what, what do you do for work? I'm like, oh, I'm an occupational therapist. And then she asked me some You're more like, questions. Bullshit. <laughs> so then she asked me a couple more questions, like where I'm from, all this stuff. And then she backtracks and says, like, so what do you do for work again? I'm like, what the fuck? I, I literally just told you I'm a therapist. She's like, oh, okay. Hey, can you come in this line? And like pulls me in this back line. So this was at uh, Michigan Airport in Detroit, Detroit, I think. It's a separate line. There was guys with M16s and or whatever assault rifle that's my limited ready to take you down with like their german shepherds i'm like am i and i'm the only one in the line i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is happening you're the only one in line. goes through like, all my shit like come to this special line john and i was like this is at first i'm like this, <laughs> this is, is nice. nice i get to cut the line somebody could uh, the movie taken somebody could just take me <laughs> the one is taking you john <laughs> besides flying flying's kind of whatever but it, when we 
road trip is a different story. Well, I I think that road tripping can be more stressful than um, flying. Especially if you're in like like a city or a metropolitan area. Well, because there's so many different variables that you could run into as opposed to just taking a flight. I mean, yes, there's things with flights like timing and whatever and bags getting lost and whatnot. But like you can have car issues. You could run into traffic. People have to pee. People are farting with the windows up like you're hungry. Like there's just so many different things. You get lost. A road trip adds so much more stress that you guys can argue. There's so many more things to argue about. Well, one has to be a responsible one too. Like yeah. one person, not both are just chilling in the car. Right. One person can sleep. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty much good with staying up with me. Okay. This is what really pisses me off when we drive. Tell me, John. This is the, out of everything, there's not a whole lot, but like when we get up in the morning, like bright and early, we're, I'm driving. I'm the one driving. I'm like, okay, it's 5 a.m. It's still dark out. Alex, sleep. Sleep now. So maybe later. But I'm not well, tired. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. Trust me. If anyone, you could sleep sitting up without back support <laughs> in a chair, in a stool. You'd be asleep. I can sleep anywhere. So Alex is up with me the first like three hours. And I'm like, I'm starting to kind of crash a little bit. And right when I start to crash, that's when Alex crashes. <laughs> and then also Alex has a charger on her phone. And so like, then my phone's dead. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe you could drive soon. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the next rest stop. Just uh, pull over. And you were like a sl- dead asleep. I never have any issue as soon as I'm driving. So that's what I say. I'm like, just pull over. We'll switch. And then I'm awake the whole time. I'll take it. I you could I could start driving from the beginning and drive us the whole way home. No stops. I never have to pee. I just can go all the way. 92% chance that you make it there in one piece. Rude. <laughs> so what are some tips, though, that you would give people who are maybe traveling together for the first time or maybe people who have been together forever and they just are terrible at traveling together. What are some tips that you would give someone? If I go back to like the first time we drove together for a long distance, it's always like you don't know how the person drives, right? So you don't know if like are they um, a slow erra- driver, are they slow, are they erratic, like whatever. Like I'm a safe driver. Yeah, I'm in. Are. I got the cruise control on. I'm a you know. But I'm a five over driver. Tops. Like you, if you're driving slow in the left lane, I'm like, dude, get over. Don't drive slow in the left lane. Like you got people behind you because I know that I'm the person who's behind you. Like get the fuck out of the left lane because <laughs> I drive more like my dad but my dad is on another level traveling with him I don't I, if I was my mom I, refuse, I would never I refuse yeah, to tell your dad you after per- potentially might not walk out alive Alex's dad drove my me my dad and then his son Daniel, I think he thinks he's a NASCAR driver I think so drove <laughs> us to this Jimmy Buffett concert we were going I'm, I'm shit you not we were going 98 miles an hour on the entrance ramp to the highway and my dad, stupidly enough, looks to your dad in the front seat. He's like, that truck wants to race you. Oh, my God. Joking. Then they actually started racing. I mean, they were going over 100 on the highway. I'm like, we're going to fucking die. Yeah. We're going to die. Your your life is usually at risk. But I don't know how, knock on wood, that he does it. He's, but. A, he's just a G. But going with the different driving styles, it's like how comfortable you are with that person because... You kind of have to bite your tongue. It could be awkward. Your first time driving together could be awkward because well, there's so many different personalities in the car and there's and there's just different driving styles. Nobody likes a backseat driver, though, like someone to micromanage and be like, you're going too fast, you're going too slow. So I do think that you just you both have to figure out like who's going to be the best driver for this trip. How far are we going? Are we taking turns? You know. And if you're not driving, you want to be the courteous one, you know, maybe helping out with directions or like what kind of music you want, keeping the conversation going. Mm -hmm. Right. Until you're comfortable enough where you're like, fuck you, I'm sleeping. But what about going on like larger vacations? You're traveling. 
this is like a week in Jamaica or a week in Mexico or Europe? Like what, like what are some things that you would say maybe to prepare for ahead of time so that you guys don't kill each other? Is one a like needs to be doing something, have events every day? Is one just like wanting to chill on the beach? Yeah, because I think that there's definitely different travel styles, not just like in how you going through the airport and like or like in the car, but when you're actually the on your itself. vacation. Yeah. yeah, because I like to do activities and I think that you you would be fine just like staying on the beach and drinking the entire day. Yes. So I think that with us though we definitely compromise happy medium with yeah it. like by saying like okay we'll chill the first day or two that we get there then we'll do one excursion chill a day another excursion chill a day you know i mean that's right up my alley i'm down for that yeah but it, I, it's definitely compromise i i am not someone who wants to do something every single day and have a packed schedule yeah because i mean you're on vacation to relax i'm really looking forward to our trip at the end of the wedding season and I do want to like unwind for a little bit when we get there and then we can like go travel and see things and do things. But, but. I think talking about that beforehand and setting those expectations by being like, okay, we're going to chill and then do this. Like it's compromise. What do you both want to do so that you're both happy? We're kind of at a stalemate though. Cause where we're going, Alex really wants to go scuba diving. I had a really bad experience scuba diving. And on top of it, I am like deathly afraid of sharks. It just scares the shit out of me. I know it might be taboo. You know, <laughs> taboo. You know that more people die from hippo attacks than shark well, attacks. I'm fucking scared of them too then. I don't want to be around them either. Who's like, you know what I want to do? I want to risk my life on vacation. Yeah, but I mean like, what are they? You're risking your life by getting in a plane or by getting in a car or just by, you know. Well, I don't see it coming. I don't want to see some hippo rocketing towards my face or a shark coming at me. I just think like... Can you imagine a fucking shark coming at your face, jaws open? You'll be fine. No, we'll no be absolutely fine. not. We'll be fine. That shark took a bite out of that boat I showed you on TikTok. I'm like, that's my face. Gone. I think that TikTok knows that you're terrified of sharks. So it just pushes all shark sharks. content to, to your I don't feet. know how to get rid of it. Like, every video is like a shark Maybe mauling something. Maybe you need something. to like uh, report or not report it, but just say like, don't <laughs> TikTok, show, don't this, show me this content me. anymore. So I think in regards to like, you know, excursions or doing things on vacation, you want to do things that you're both excited about. So not just like one person getting to choose everything that you guys are doing it definitely has to be both parties enjoying themselves yeah i agree you're both there to have fun so do what you both want to do another thing that i think is super important is to just be flexible on vacation because there's just so many unknowns that you have to be prepared for changes so like you might lose your bag Ooh, or like that's good that's a good one because yeah if there's a wrench thrown in my schedule Man, that just will just set me right off. Right. Oh my God. Remember when we went to Aruba and our cousin, we met, okay, long story, oh. story, story time, real quick. We were traveling to Aruba. We were meeting my cousin there with um, another group of friends. And so they had been there the day before, but this was during COVID. We like all got tested to make sure that we were negative. You had to get the PCR test, not the rapid, which is like, you know, it takes a few days to get back, whatever. So, they got theirs at the resort. They were there the day before. We got ours in New York to make sure that like we weren't going to get on the plane and then get the results that we were positive. positive and we couldn't travel. So we wanted to make sure that we were negative before we left. So we're fine. We have our results. We get through the airport. We get to the resort. And the front desk lady is like, oh, are you John and Alex? We were like, yeah, we're checking in. We're meeting our cousin, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> she goes... 
I'm just seeing these results now. The airport called ahead of time, like while you guys were in transit over, you have to go back. There was an issue with your test. Like you have to go get a test again or something along those lines. And only John. And I was like, are you kidding me? And John's like trying to keep calm. And I was like, we were negative. I'm really confused. Like what can you explain further? This girl is going on for like at least five solid minutes. Like she didn't break character at all. And I'm sitting there like in my hand about to explode. I'm just like, I have my hand. I'm like, it's fine, John. Like we'll figure this out. You could go back to the airport. I'll check our bags the in. Straw, the, the straw that snapped was when she goes, all right, well, there's a taxi outside you can take to the airport and just try to figure that out. And then I was like, I'm not fucking going. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I yelled at go, I'm not fucking going. I literally just got here. Wait, what movie is it from? I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, oh, Wolf of Wall, Wolf Street. Wall Street. That's yeah. pretty much me. I'm like, you're going to fucking drag me yeah. out of this hotel. You're like, I got tested before. It was I'm, a shithole traveling So now here. I'm losing my mind. And I, you I'm not lose tra- your mind. I did lose my mind, but like not specifically at her, just at the situation. Yeah. And then she, then she said something like, your cousin thought you would think it's funny. And like, I still didn't understand. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking oh my God. about? And then I caught on. I was like, are you kidding me? Chris told her to say this. And then I was like, wait, what? And then she started laughing. I'm like, you were the best actor I've ever seen. I was seen like, my- you deserve an award. <laughs> she didn't break character at all. Took a year off my life. Right yeah. There. Like that. But that story right there is just an example of like getting a wrench thrown in your plans <laughs> yeah. and just like I should have just rolled with it. It wasn't a real wrench, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like whether a room isn't ready or maybe the hotel you're staying at, the you go to the wrong one. Like, I don't know. That happened to us recently. I, I took us to the wrong hotel. Another, another place, Alex, took us. <laughs> that was the wrong place. It was like 1 a.m. brought us to the wrong hotel on accident. But the, the right one was only like a minute away. But yeah, there's just... You, you do just... Bottom line, you need to prepare for unexpected because it happens all the time. Well, and I think, too, not playing the blame game on one another because it's very easy to point fingers and be like, you should have done this. This was on you. This was your responsibility. And it's just like forgive and forget and just roll with the punches. And it's just the two of you like you're a team. So what you're going to you're going to get at one person and then you're just by yourself. Right. Exactly. Just be mad at the only person who you're with. No, obviously a huge thing that I'm sure people fight about on trips is budget because it's expensive to travel depending on where you go. Yeah, we just set a budget ahead of time with your significant other and kind of figure out where you both are comfortable with spending. Right. Like, are we eating out every night? Are we going to get an Airbnb where we could just make breakfast and lunch at home? Just setting those expectations so that one person isn't just like out spending all the money. Or or maybe if like you guys aren't even married yet and sharing funds, you do want to, how are we splitting this? Like you do want to talk about that beforehand and figure out, is this a 50-50 split? Is one person gifting (laughs) this trip to you? We've talked about that before. Monetary is kind of hard for you to help out with, like do in other ways. I don't know, like try to schedule things yeah trying to schedule the events or like booking the hotel like doing whatever you can so you're contributing Mm -hmm. i will say though one of the biggest takeaways about traveling with your partner that i've experienced with you is making sure that you set alone time with one another because we make friends everywhere we go so it's like we're constantly around other people even if we go on a trip with just you and i it's so hard for us to just like set time by ourselves because we just we make friends and then we plan things with our new friends yeah and then it's kind of like now the rest of the trip we're with those people yeah and then we're like wait we didn't spend any don't alone get me time. wrong don't get me wrong like i i don't mind like meeting new people and like hearing their stories and hanging with them yeah. because because that's cool and that's what vacation is right. but like we do need to set time for just two of us because that's why you're there right you know? and that's what i mean i think it's it's finding the happy medium 
of both. Maybe you do fun pool days with your new friends or if you are on a group trip, but like making sure to set like time nice aside. Dinner. Yeah, like do your dinner alone or like maybe do one excursion by yourselves together, one exploration. I just know that we get caught in that issue and we're like, wait, we, we've been here for a week and we haven't had any time alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, well, we're meeting them tomorrow at 7 a.m. for breakfast. Yeah. Then we have this <laughs> yeah. booze cruise at 1130. It's just, it is fun though when you are in group settings because it's like, not that we ever run out of things to talk about because we really don't, but it's just so much more fun in a group setting. Yeah, I think. I agree. Like, you know, hanging out with other people and learning their stories and just chatting away. So I think overall, just remember why you're on vacation. This is a time that you guys have saved up for. You've set time in your schedule, you know, taken off of work to spend with one another, create memories with one another. So even though like the little things add up on a trip and can be super stressful and fucking annoying, just try to remember it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Don't let those little hiccups fuck up the rest of your trip. You know, like you said, you're there to have fun and spend time with your significant other. Yeah. And how often are you actually traveling and go getting to go to these places, especially now that things are finally opening up praise, but you know, that's probably the big thing, right? Because you're so used to structured routine with your work, with whatever you're doing in your life. And then you're going on a trip and it's all just like new parts, new things. So it's like a high stress time. Because you're not used to doing that. I think it's also hard, too, to forget about your problems that are left back at home. Yeah. Like work, that's letting that real, go. That's good point. Yeah. Good point. Trying to sign off from life, from work, and just enjoy each other's company. So, like, we'll batch five of these podcasts before we go on our trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or we'll just bring it with us and podcast while we're there. A podcast at the beach. Yeah, that would be fun. Get pelted in the face by a volleyball. I'm, I'm there for it. So I did ask you guys on Instagram, though, to tell me some funny love-hate stories about traveling with your partner. So this is what you guys wrote in. But I could say that majority of them were farting in the car. Like there was a lot of about farting in the car. Farting in the car or like having to stop to pee were the biggest ones. You do need to be courteous about when you fart. So like when Alex farts in the car, she doesn't roll down the windows because she thinks every fart, she's like, this one probably won't smell. And just <laughs> waits till it like tingles around my nose. And then it's like, oh, it does smell. Now I'll roll down the window. When I fart, I immediately roll down the window. But I always, I even if we're in a group setting, I will claim my fart. That's like one thing that I hate about people. It's like, Who cares about that? You, you, you could avoid the whole situation by rolling the window down. No, I'm not talking about like just like being in a car and rolling the window down. Because I'll usually do, usually I do roll the window down before. You got to get ahead of it. Get that airflow. No, I'm, I'm literally saying you don't. Unless you, I'm, you don't roll the window down. No, but unless I'm with just you, then I just then, then That's I just so want fucked to, up. I know. I know. <laughs> Someone wrote, which uh, reminds me of you and I. I travel with urgency. Like the sooner we are there, the sooner we could day drink. He could care less if we make it on time. <laughs> I'm the one who's like the sooner we're there, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. My husband does everything last minute, packing, leaving last minute. Or leaving late. Going back to that last one, though, because the last day of your trip, I'm one to be like, I want to leave as early as possible to get home. Because like that day is just a travel day. Like I don't want to lollygag around. I want to just be home. Um, I love that he insists on driving the whole way because my road rage gives him anxiety. I would say we don't have really road rage, you or I. I mean, I do when somebody like when that car cut me off. Yeah, but like it's not like you're going to go chase after him and flip him off or, you know, it's not I'll like flip him off in the vicinity vicinity of me. <laughs> vicinity? I'll, I'll flip him off in the vicinity of me. 
Am I saying that right? I think so. Yeah. Vicinity. But like, I'm not going to chase him, like you said. No. Right. Someone wrote, my husband pooped his pants and there were no stores for miles. Oh, oh my God. You toss those. Yeah. I was going to say, I would, I would throw them out the window. I guess that's true, too. Like, you need to be prepared for the unexpected. So bring like toilet paper with you or wipes or I don't know. Oh, my God. Hand sanitizer and extra pants. I need to get that pee thing. Oh, there's like a porta potty thing. I'm so sick of pissing in Starbucks cups. Someone wrote, he falls asleep instantly on all public transportation, so I have to stay awake so we don't get lost. Oh. <laughs> that's me. That's my nightmare. In the city? Yeah, when we fall well, asleep on the train. we both fell asleep, yeah. remember? And they're like, get off. This we is the get, last stop. Yeah, they like were knocking on the windows. But luckily, like, we are the last stop. <laughs> this is the train to Ronkonkoma or oh. Huntington. It was Huntington. Oh. <laughs> she overpacks all the time. That's me. I do not know how to pack for a trip without bringing a bajillion outfits. He stares at his phone the whole time I'm driving. In other words, he's boring as fuck. Well, I think about that too. Like if you're driving as much as I want to scroll on TikTok, and I definitely do, I try not to because I'm like, I need to be engaging for you to stay awake as well. You you literally never talk to me. What are you talking about? You're always on your phone. No, you're on your a phone. Lie. You're on your phone until you feel nauseous from from <laughs> being carsick. No. And if I am on my phone, it's because I'm answering emails and doing work, John. Okay. Yeah. You're the you're the best partner in the car. Yeah, I know. Oh, something that goes when his family parents tag along lol my selfish butt just wants it to be us planning a trip with your significant other and then like they invite other people oof yeah i think again that's setting those expectations like is this going to be a family trip a friend trip or is this a trip where it's just us yeah you guys need to have that combo in the beginning i mean somebody wrote nice things too like love having someone to hang out and drink with at the airport when our flights get delayed oh that's true yeah, yeah. that's nice to have someone there and then your airport bar tabs like three hundred dollars because <laughs> a beer's 15 bucks i know that's true but there is nothing better than like getting to the airport and having some time to have a cocktail it's like the kickoff to your vacation he loves taking pictures of me asleep with my mouth hanging wide open <laughs> hmm. who does well, shit, I do. I guess we, we, both, we both do, do that. that to each other. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's where the but TikTok you made a came from. Yeah, but you made a TikTok. <sighs> I didn't even know my mouth was open that wide. Uh, like different tastes in music, different tastes in podcasts. That oh, sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, like, where's middle ground on that? Well, we like, I think, similar music. But when it comes to podcasts, I could listen to crime podcasts all day and you just get sick of them. You're like, I am over this true crime. Or just like podcasts in general. Yeah. Even though we, have, I know that's so podcasts. ironic. Like I'm not a big fan of podcasts. Yeah, I need like headbanger music to stay awake when I drive. I feel this one in my soul. He pees more than I do. How can a man produce this much pee? I don't know. <laughs> I feel I don't understand. Get me a big gulp cup to piss in. I don't know what to or tell you. Or like even when we do stop, I pee so quickly, and then I feel like I'm waiting for you. Like yesterday, even at gallons. <laughs> I was like, what took you so long? You're like, I can't I stop could peeing. I fill the ocean. <laughs> but overall, the biggest arguments, I think, were about farts and music in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's jump into our next segment. Would, Would you, you rather? rather? Do you have one? Oh, yeah. I actually... I'm had, always prepared. I actually do. I have one person who sent me Would You Rather directly to me, like I told you guys to, because other people keep sending it to you. Well, I got one too, so you go first. Okay, Alex. Would you rather have... The only beverage you can drink be water or the only food you can eat be salad? Uh, the only beverage I could drink be water because everyone wants to be a hydrated queen. We are that sponsored by... No. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely water. Oh my. That means you're never going to have fun. Yeah, but like just a salad. So fucking boring. I definitely would rather have good food than 
like enjoy a nice beverage or cocktail or like coffee. I'm fine with just being hydrated. I'm going to have to say salad. What? That is that is bullshit. I'm not saying I want salad as long as I can actually like consume it without like throwing it up because my body's rejecting it every every meal. Is it like is, so there, I'm gonna have like, is there protein in that salad? So I'm going to be ripped. Not only ripped, but I'm also able to drink alcohol. Is it salad like lettuce salad or like it's just salad? Salads, I, don't, I don't know. You know, like potato salad. <laughs> In their question, they didn't say macaroni salad, chicken salad. What kind of salad? That's a good question. Yeah. All right, people, you got to be more detailed then. Even if the salads were diverse, I'm still going to choose water. I'm still going to choose water. Yes. Yeah. That's nice. Well, you can be my DD then. Because also, I'm going to put a bloody mary in a meal category so i'm just gonna oh okay because <laughs> bloody marys are basically like a, a meal in itself so i could still no you know what? i think that's bullshit you can have the bloody mary but without the what if the i bacon put it or anything what if i put it in a soup bowl just liquid al <laughs> all right whatever but i i'm i'm sticking by what i said Okay, this would you rather um, I'm going to call her my voice therapist because she was the one who sent the videos on how to properly speak, which um, I've been very terrible at doing my warm ups. But she wrote in and gave me this would you rather because she knows that you were a therapist. So would you rather give 10 random strangers three minutes each of CPR through their immaculately clean booty hole? <laughs> <laughs> so am i doing chest compressions and then blowing into their yes, butt yes or I'm butt snorkeling them but like you're at no risk for any like disease from their butt like it's a clean butt but like you have to give uh 10 random strangers three minutes of cpr or clean a nasty crusty old mouth with suctioning what's that oh fuck that for five minutes once a year for the rest of your life so you have to do just like 10, 10 random strangers or do a crusty old mouth once a year for the rest of your life. Another question that's not detailed, because I think the new regulations for CPR, I could be wrong, are just straight chest compressions now. You don't breathe anymore. Well, we're not going by... No, she what? just said CPR. Yeah, but... That's the proper CPR, I'm pretty sure. So if I'm just pressing on someone's ass for 10 minutes... No, this is you mouth to butt. Did she say that? This is the human centipede. <laughs> Dude, then I'm going to go clean someone's mouth out. I'm not going to just... Once a year, though? Like, you could get do 10 people and just be done with it. 10 people's butts. <laughs> Al, I'm not tongue-punching someone's fart box. <laughs> <laughs> no one said you need to lick it. You I don't. I blow mean, air. You're making shit up now, so I'm thinking in my head, I'm going to have to like stick my tongue in there. I'm not doing it. All right, whatever. <laughs> this, is, this is your would you rather, so whatever you want. All right, I'm cleaning someone's mouth out. For the rest of your life, every year. So now you have at least... Once a year. You, you have to go to the dentist once a year. You have at least 10 more years of... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You have at least... 50 more years. I'm Wait, how old are you? 34. Okay, so I don't you, talk you about at it. least have 60 more years. If you think I'm going to live 60 years, I'm, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I'm, I'm shooting for like 15. John, what the fuck? I hate when you say shit like that. Don't leave me. I'm not investing I'm all this into I'm giving you permission to find other dogs. Oh, other dogs. <laughs> Adopt other puppies. No other men. I'm going to haunt you. I, I honestly would be okay with just adopting dogs at that point. Just filling my life with puppies. But you're not going anywhere. Anyways, so you know up. my answer. I'm going to clean someone's mouth out. I thought that you don't like cleaning people's I mouths. I don't, but I also don't want to put my mouth on someone's butthole. What but, the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, but like there's no risk for disease. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> 
Who cares? <laughs> you would stick your mouth on some random person's butthole? To either clean out a nasty, crusty mouth for, I don't know you. for the rest of your life. I don't know you. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, why not just get 10 clean buttholes out of the way? And then you're done. Then you don't have to deal with any gross I'm, holes. I'm appalled by your answer. <laughs> okay, Anyways. so... You guys had no uh, questions for us last week, but we do have some for you this Before week. Before we jump into that, I want to say thank you for sending Mia Would You Rather. And if you want us to give you a shout out for giving us the Would You Rather, because uh, like I didn't get consent. So like, if you give me a <laughs> sure. Would You Rather and you want me to be like, yeah, you can shout out my hashtag or Doppler or whatever. What is it called? What? What is it called? Your, your name? Your, your username? Instagram handle. Your Instagram handle. <laughs> I'll do that. Hey guys, longtime follower on TikTok, and I love your stuff. I just started listening to the show last week and started from the beginning. Thanks for tuning in. My question for you is, do you believe a marriage slash relationship can work when both parties have different political philosophies? Well, your relationship is priority one, right? So I don't know. You guys have different views. It's how important is it to like express your view to the other person? Because if you have two different views, I don't think you're going to change that other person's view. So why argue about it? Well, also, what are your views? Like, what are your differing views about? Because I think that there's some things that people see differently politically or just like in general. And it's okay to agree to disagree. But there's certain things I think that you might not be able to bend on. Yeah, like it might come down to who that person is, you know, but you said that you've been married for 13 years uh, further down into your email. And so I just don't think that after 13 years, like, although your beliefs on certain things might have changed, I think like, is that is like your political stance, like you as a person, like, I don't think that someone's political party or philosophy, whatever is a definition of who they are as a whole. And also, is it getting like progressively worse the, the more you guys are together? Or has it always just kind of been at the same level of disagreement? And what's your priority? I mean, I said that from the beginning. What is your priority? You said that you want to have children with this lady one day. You said that in your email. Is your political stance and making your point or her making her point, you know, is that more important? Politics is, is a hard question because, you know, everyone has different views. So... Yes, I think you can make it work. You just need to pick and choose your battles with each other and remember that your common goal is, right? You guys love each other and you want to progress in this relationship and you want to have children one day. I'm assuming she does too. I mean, you like there's people who get together who have different religions and different backgrounds and beliefs and, and families who believe vastly different things. So I do think that you can make it work, but I think that you have to be extremely careful about drawing boundaries with one another and just saying, like, we're going to agree to disagree. But again, I'm going back to my point of saying, like, someone's political stance doesn't define, define, them. define them as a whole. Like, yes, is it a part of them? You know, I do think that there's extremes to both things, but I just, I just don't think that you know you've been together for 13 years i don't think that this is a reason for you guys to not make it work i mean it goes back to your vows too right when you're married through the good through the bad shit's gonna happen you guys aren't gonna agree on stuff right like you're not gonna agree on everything and if it's something that like you truly feel strongly about like whether you're pro-life or pro-choice like I could see people arguing about that and that being a very big issue between two people again having conversations opening up the floor and trying to see where the other person is coming from and you guys still might 
disagree on those things, but I think that that's okay. Those are some things I think that I would judge in the dating process of someone. And although your views and values may change over time based on like just growth as a person, again, I think it's communicating where you stand to your other person and why you think. And as you grow as a person, you're growing as a couple too. You guys have been together for 13 years. Like hopefully you are at a place where you're comfortable with each other and comfortable with having different opinions. Mm -hmm. And if not, then well, see ya. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's definitely, it's not easy, but best of, best of luck. Yeah. All right. Question number two. First off, just want to say, I can really tell that you guys have this podcast for the listeners. When you guys were talking to LG and you remember that a listener asked about traveling and asked her about it to give that listener advice. I was like, I love you all so much more than I already do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, that's why it's give it to me straight. We're trying to help you guys out. I have a question for y'all. I just moved in with my boyfriend exactly a month ago. He owns a house and we agreed that I would pay him half the mortgage. I'm okay with that because I make a little bit more money than him. Yesterday, we just discussed how we will split everything else like utilities, groceries, etc., He suggested he would pay for all the utilities and I would get the groceries because I do buy most of the groceries already. I explained to him that it wouldn't be fair because the groceries for both of us are closer to $400 a month and utilities are a little over $200. After explaining to him, he was like, let's just split everything in half, but that would be hard too. If we're up to him to buy groceries, he only buys microwavable meals and frozen prepared foods where I like cooking everything from scratch. So I naturally buy more food anyways. He has been single for seven years before me and never lived with a significant other. And I have lived with a significant other, but he took advantage of me financially. While I know that's not the case now, I still don't want to be pulling more weight than the guy. I'm done with that, but also, am I being stubborn? I know I will marry him, so should I even be looking at it in the way of equals? We are great at communication, so I know it's not that. I just need ideas on what to communicate communication (laughs) it's all about that (laughs) that's right how would you guys recommend navigating this so i agree with you though uh groceries are a fuck ton so (laughs) splitting for him to pay the utilities and you paying the groceries that doesn't make sense especially if you guys are trying to be equal but you said that it would be difficult to split it 50 50 well i wonder why it would be difficult to split it 50 50 i mean i get that like you i mean you would just have to Write it out, budget it out. I think she's saying that maybe because he's fine eating just microwavable meals, like splitting up the grocery list, maybe. I think just financially split up 50-50. Like if you go to the grocery and you get a and it's a hundred dollars, you're paying fifty and he's paying fifty. Because I'm sure you're cooking and he's not just eating his microwavable meals. He's probably going to eat what you're cooking as well. So you guys are going through that growing pain right now where it's two different people, two different styles you know it's gonna be hard because you guys can't be nitpicking like that suggestion like i know people who open up an account and they both put money into the account right so y'all put in whatever like at, budget out your monthly expenses put that amount into the account like so you're both contributing to the mortgage is it a mortgage or are they paying rent I think it's a mortgage because he owns the house. Okay. So yeah, you're both contributing to those things. And then as well as like utilities, groceries, Groceries, everything. And then you guys just pull out whatever money you need. Pull out. (laughs) (laughs) You just pull out whatever money you need as you need it from the account that you are both contributing to. So like maybe you're both putting in $100 a week or I don't know, maybe lower than that. Whatever you guys need. I would just average out your monthly expenses, whatever it is that you do and he does. And like that way, it's not a constant battle talking about individual things. And then also I suggest this because 
you're talking like you you were like i think i'm gonna marry him this is a good segue into like bank accounts like your financials and things like that because you know you're gonna end up putting those together anyway so this is like a safe way to start doing that maybe even if like you don't want to get a bank account with one another yet you could still like just a credit card if you don't want to have something that concrete an envelope system where like you guys are contributing the cash to it paying it out whatever venmo i don't know i'm just saying budget out your monthly expenses like you said have some sort of system to pull out money for those expenses where you're not talking about each individual expense every single time because that could be stressful because yeah you don't want to end up nickel and diming one another especially like again when you guys do end up getting married or whatever and your finances kind of just do men together it's tough for us to talk about too because we work together at this point like our it's not like one person is making more than the other we're together I mean, whatever we're married I, everything is together with us but like before we were married like we lived with your grandmother right we didn't pay rent or anything so regardless just because one person makes more money doesn't necessarily mean that they should front more of the bill if they're if you don't feel like it you know like you guys should be able to do things where it's split evenly what's comfortable for both of you yeah so you both maybe need to make sacrifices you know yeah but i think just yeah figuring out a way to make it equal for both of you where you both feel comfortable and just having that uh communication about that communication but i think that's all that we have for today right totally guys please leave a review if you have not left a five-star review for us what are you doing I will murder you no he won't do I'm that so, i'm sorry that I was very aggressive john i apologize <laughs> you okay jeez <laughs> but uh if you guys are loving our podcast please leave us a five-star review we greatly appreciate it tell us how much you're enjoying it um if you want to follow us on instagram you could find us at give it to me straight podcast if you want to email us with any of your questions you can email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com and you can find our website at give it to me straight podcast.com all right guys see you next week <gasps> bye, bye.